Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast. One night is all that stands between them and freedom. This is my kind of place. But it's going to be one hell of a night. Welcome to Syndicate, a film and TV podcast. From our screens to your watch list, we gather to share and discuss your next favorite. Join us as we want you to spend less time scrolling and more time watching. And now, here's your host, Armand Haddad. Welcome to another episode of Syndicates. Today is the season finale of the Grindhouse season. And we watched From Dusk Till Dawn Mm -hmm. from 1996. So, before we get started, I am joined by a motley crew around the cinematic roundtable today. The first is a local podcaster, Aaron Julian. Welcome back. Thanks for having me back. Always a pleasure, Armand. Yes. And I'm not just saying that. Like, I, I genuinely, I look forward oh. to each time that I'm on. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking time off of your Star Wars podcast, WSTR, Galactic Public Access, to talk about this film. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a doozy of a movie. But before we go any further, Doug. Hi. The screenwriter, the horror screenwriter, aficionado. Welcome back to Syndicates. Always glad to be back. Always look forward to these things, just like you, Aaron. Oh, Doug, you're too kind. <laughs> and of course, last but not least, Diego. Welcome back. The local graphic designer, the creative mind behind many things. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'm, uh, I'm excited to be here. And, uh, I'm like, you know, I'm looking forward to talking about the movie. Awesome. So let's get into it. So I, I saved this because like one, I never saw this movie before. And two, I've heard many things about this movie and going into it. My mind was taken on a ride. My mind was blown. So like, what were our first impressions of this movie? Aaron, I'll start with you. Ooh, it's, it's hard to talk about this movie without going into spoilers. Um, but my first impressions are this is a wild ride that never goes where you think it will. And 
once it clicks into place, like what this movie is actually about and what it's doing, um, it's so satisfying in that way. Um, and th- th- this is is basically like a popcorn flick of a popcorn flick. It is where mm-hmm. it's 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 not trying to do anything too like heady or sophisticated or like say something about the human condition. Um, it's it's basically just. Uh, a, a thrill ride of a movie mm-hmm. uh, and it's perfect just kind of schlocky entertainment which right. is exactly what a grindhouse movie should be exactly yep. and I think it's because of the director Robert Rodriguez now Diego we just did an episode where we went through his Mexico trilogy mm-hmm. which was El Mariachi Desperado and Once Upon a Time in Mexico mm-hmm. so like to you watching this movie mm-hmm. is this in line with like his style uh, uh, not quite. I think, um, what is within his style is the, uh, I would definitely say just like the, it catches you off guard. You know, you're not yeah. quite, you don't really know what's going to happen next. Cause it kind of leads you astray in a good way. Mm-hmm. And it kind of sets up your expectations to be exceeded. So that's, that's true. Say. That is true. And I wasn't the only one that saw this for the first time today, Doug. Oh, yeah. You saw this for the first time. Oh, Like, did it exceed your expectations? What were you expecting going into this? I was like, watch Dust uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Don't do any research. Yeah, I did. So I did no research. And while watching this film, I totally forgot that I watched the TV show. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wow, I'm recognizing a lot of beats here. And then I was like, wait a second here. They remade this. They made it into a TV show. Hmm. Um, So I kind of knew a little bit of what to expect, but it still was just, I I watched it and I was I was uh, offended. I mean, there was times where I was offended. There was times where I was just like, that's disgusting. There's times I was like, that is so cool. I couldn't look away. Mm-hmm. I had a fun time. You're had a titillated. Fun time. You know, it kept my interest the whole entire – exactly, titillated, yes. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, overall, you know, it was exactly what a Grindhouse film should be. It was a great B-horror yes. B movie too. Yes. You mm-hmm. know, yes. it mm-hmm. – it tickles all the areas. Oh. <laughs> yes, it, yes, it did. <laughs> this is also my first time watching it, by the way. Wait, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I remember him. That. Yeah, yeah. I okay. kept that close to the chest. Right. Um, I, I did have the big twist spoiled for me. Yeah, me too. Um, but it was my first time, and I yeah. very much enjoyed it. Because that's how I heard about this movie. Like, okay. like I kind of heard about us. I, I saw like the poster. I'm like, that looks familiar with like George Clooney with like the gun. I'm like, yeah. Ooh, this looks like a cool, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. gangster film, I guess. Yeah. And the twist was revealed to me and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I got to watch this movie now. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guys, we have old styles in our hands. Ooh. Let's, nice. let's cheers. 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 Good to see oh. you guys again. Oh yeah. yeah. Of course. So, yeah, I mean, so this movie stars George Clooney, and honestly, this is a George Clooney role I haven't seen him in maybe ever that because like true. Yeah. I know him. Yeah. He's Batman, not mm-hmm. the ba- not the best Batman, but he's Batman, <laughs> right? And yeah. then like the movies that I've seen him in, he's kind of like this silver fox character, like yeah. Playboy. Ocean this eight, movie, yes, like eight, ten, eleven, like uh, those yeah. uh, Ocean series, yeah. fantastic yeah. Mr. Fox. 
Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like seeing him play like this slimy, I'm not even saying anti-hero. Well, I guess kind of. But like this like greasy criminal character. He's a, he's a bad man. He's yeah. a very bad man. Oh, yes. But the thing is, he's not the only bad man. His partner is his brother in the film who's played by Quentin Tarantino. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Quentin Tarantino, unless it's like a cameo in like his own movie. I've never mm. seen him act before. Yeah. And like, he's pretty good. He is. He's yeah. amazing. That he holds kind, his own. That kind of makes me not want to see it. Like a Tarantino. <laughs> I don't know. Or I guess to be honest, like to be fair, he did play a good slime ball as well. He did. So I guess in a way it's, it is kind of curious to see what else he can do. But at the same time, it's like, Maybe not that. <laughs> yeah. Jago, are you revealing you've never seen a Tarantino film before? No, I'm saying that I've never seen him like starred in one before. Oh, like, yeah, gotcha. yeah, 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 yeah. I think there was like what two? He's in yeah. like Django Unchained. He's that's in like, how, how long was he, he in is, Django Unchained? I can't remember. He was there for like maybe thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. He's the Australian, he's, and he got blown up with dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, seeing him and like the thing is, so like his best friend, so like Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino, mm-hmm. real life best friends, and of course they filmed, they started their uh, production company, A Band of Parts, which is I think so, uh, a reference to Pulp Fiction, I believe, mm-hmm. and. Like, Robert Rodriguez knows Quentin, Tar- Quentin Tarantino so well that throughout this entire movie, I'm like, I feel like this character was written for Quentin Tarantino. And what I'm referring to are the feet. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. guess who wrote this movie, Armand? Who wrote the movie? Quentin Tarantino. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, apparently Salma Hayek owed them a favor because uh, – Uh-huh. Or the other way around because, like, there, there was some – there's some movie that they were making where they needed like footage on a television of like a stripper doing yeah. a dance. And they're like, there's no nudity involved. We're not going to show your face. Can you help us out? And she's like, sure. So like, cool. And then uh, they wrote the part of Santanica pandemonium mm-hmm. for her. And of course, Tarantino's doing the writing. So he knew damn well what he was doing <laughs> with her routine. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not going to kink shame, but like <laughs> while watching this, I'm like, of course. Yeah. Of yeah. course this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, God bless him for being so secure with his weird foot fetish. Listen, I like feet. That's <laughs> just so intense. Like, oh my God. I had a conversation with a friend about um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood oh, yeah. and how oh, yeah. there's so many feet in that movie there is. and how blatant it is. And she... She didn't see it. She's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, the dirty hippie feet that's like on the dash right in center frame. Yes. <laughs> Margot Robbie's feet as yeah. it pans up. So it's like her foot is fully, you know, it's like IMAX and like her foot is like taking up the entire screen. It's like the man likes his feet. Yeah. So if you're if you, dear listener, are a foot fetishist, uh, you're going to have a great time with this movie. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> If you're not, it might awaken something in you. You never know. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, God, him and him and feet. But, like, not only that, like, I'm not saying, like, him liking feet makes him a slime ball. What makes him a slime ball in this movie is he's a pedophile. No. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, All the oh. killing, all the raping. Yeah. yeah. 
It's a, he, it's a bad look. He's a, it is it. a very bad he's look. He's not a good character. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the brother to George Clooney. Um, and yes. so yeah. George Clooney, he is like in jail for robbery, um, possibly some other things. Uh, Seth Gecko is his name. Quentin plays mm-hmm. uh, Richard Gecko. And it's a little ambiguous whether this was planned or not, but Richard like busts Seth out of prison during like a prison transfer or yeah. court case, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they're on the run. While they're on the run, they rob a bank, they rob a liquor store, and now the main plot of the movie is that they're trying to get across the border into Mexico to meet up with a gangster, some criminal uh, boss, and if they could just hold out in this one place until they can get picked up by him, then he'll transport them to El Rey and they'll be in the clear. Um, and so a, a lot of this, a lot of this movie is just following them as they go along their journey and all the weird people that they run across. And then it gets to the big twist, which I guess we'll get into later, but, um, Please oh my God, <laughs> I've been waiting to put that sound in. It's I got unprompted myself. elevator pitch. <laughs> okay. I guess we're doing an elevator pitch. No, I mean, you summed up the movie very, it's, it, it, we follow this band of, uh, bank robbers, criminals, and they're trying, yeah. they're evading not only it takes place in Texas, not only Texan police, but the FBI, like they're like America's most wanted. Like, yeah. The Texas Rangers. The and yeah, I mean, that's the whole driving force of the movie. And then that's like 60% of the movie where it's like, we're following, you can do it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, we're following them, and it's like, that's 60% of the movie. Like, the cold open in this movie takes place in that liquor store, and it seems, I don't know, a scene out of uh, No Country for Old Men. Like, it's yeah. very typical. And as the cop who is getting gas and, like, chatting up the, the cashier goes into the bathroom, George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino come out. They have hostages. They got They got guns. And I'm like... What, what the fuck? What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. What you think was happening was that we just, just this kind of casual conversation between the Texas Ranger and the, and the cashier, the clerk, uh, it turns out to be something completely different because there's yeah. an active hostage situation going on. Mm-hmm. That was a nice, uh, you know, it, it, it eases you in into this false security of the movie. It's like, are these the main characters? Is this the main guy? This old cop, this young cashier? Nope. These are just uh, the set pieces, and these are the main characters, George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. And it is telegraphed to the uh, to the viewer right off the bat that these are not good people at all. No, they are not. So, Doug, so, you're, you're a screenwriter. Do you think these characters were set up very well? Um, I thought that I thought each character was set. Yeah, for for the brothers, I thought that they were set up excellent. I thought that their uh, motives and you know their drive was established right away, oh, yeah. and it was established that these are not good people at all. That no. you're not supposed to be rooting for these two guys. Mm-hmm. Like these two guys are are POSs, and you know yes. you you want to root against them almost. Right, like, and go on. Oh, and I was going to say, um, when watching that opening scene, I did not – like you said, I didn't do any research. I was like, this feels like Quentin Tarantino Quentin Tarantino wrote this. Yeah. This feels like it 100%. And I, then I finally looked it up and I was like, yep, Tarantino wrote this. Rodriguez directed it. Mm-hmm. Knew it. 
It's a Tarantino film. This is like his secret tenth film. Ooh. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. I forgot that he wrote that. Yeah. 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 Did he say his next one was his last one or something? Like his that? next yeah. movie apparently is his final film. Do Any, Star Trek, please. Does oh wow. <laughs> does anybody have any idea what it's gonna be? A little side sidebar. I doubt it's gonna be Star Trek. But what if it I was? Doubt, yeah. Was that the oh, rumor? Beat me up, point? motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That'd be great. I mean, yeah, he, he only wanted to do 10 films because, like, he didn't want to get, like, old and irrelevant. Or what was the reason behind that? Sounds I like, mean, yeah. that that is the reason. Because okay. it's like, I mean, he's putting a constraint on himself. And as a creative, I think we all can mm-hmm. empathize with that. It's like we need constraints because if we're just making, like, 100 films – yeah. yeah. Probably most of them aren't going to be good. So he doesn't want to tarnish his name. Hmm. So he only wants to do movies that he like really, really believes in. Yeah. Okay. I can well, respect him for that. I wonder if this will be like a George R.R. R. Martin thing where he just never ends up making it. Ooh, I would not be surprised. Or he dies. Before. Yeah. He's like, I wrote the script. Yeah. And yeah he dies. And he's like, oh, that's, oh, well. I heard it might be a, what, a Kill Bill Part 3 or something. Or Yeah. 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 But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd be down for that, but it's like, why don't really? you tell a new story? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, it's got to be new. But I feel like the as a new story, like, did Hateful Eight really hit like that? I never saw it. Oh. I heard it wasn't all. What? I know. I, it, I, I wanted it. to go yeah. when it was at the yeah. music box uh, where they installed I that went. special sc- I know you went. <laughs> I saw it with my brother and my mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's uh, hmm. Yeah, I know. It was fun. I had a great time. It was so good. <laughs> I, I had a great time. They didn't. <laughs> yeah. That's um, very accurate. Actually. No, yeah, Hateful Eight's pretty good. It's good. Yeah, okay. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's like peak Tarantino, but um, it's like a play, honestly. It's entertaining. It really mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this this movie also doesn't feel like peak Tarantino or Rodriguez. Oh no! But it's doing enough interesting things that makes it memorable and stand out, and that's honestly kind of enough, especially if it's like a grindhouse film right mm-hmm. yeah which is their their shtick oh yeah mm-hmm. they even made grindhouse the movie which yep. was oh dumb. yeah i saw that in theaters i've oh, never seen how it how was that it was awesome so let me paint the picture for you diego sure so i went with my dad and my uncle and they're like we want to see this movie and so i went it was i believe 2007 when it came out and it was a super late night showing. We were like the only ones in there. And it's like we got transported back to the 1970s. Yep. Like mm-hmm. the film was like super dirty and grimy and the cigarette burns. And so you have fake trailers for fake movies mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's like time for a feature presentation. <laughs> and then it's like. Um, I think it was Planet Terror first, which was a Robert Rodriguez movie, which I was telling you about. Okay. Where Rose McGowan has a machine gun as a leg, and yep. she's fighting like, yes. zombies. <laughs> yes. I, I so, love that. So is it so pretty much. much like a little anthology? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to, okay, I'm going to have to check this out. This sounds like fun. Even- and then Death Proof, which was Quentin Tarantino's movie, which you probably know about. Okay, that's the, the, the car thing yeah mm-hmm. okay okay Lots of women in his car and I thought that was like a, yeah i thought that was like a much longer movie so it's only like a like a small kind of not a scene but like a, a 30 I'd minute it was how like long 30 were those movies it was like uh, 50 think, minutes i say they were yeah. like 40 50 minutes each yeah okay i'm gonna yeah. have to check this out this sounds like fun and then one of the fake trailers was machete 
Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. And then they made a movie. I was like, they're actually making a movie on yeah. this. Yeah. 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 That was awesome. I've, I've seen some sequent machetes, but not the first one. You didn't first, see the first machete? The so. first one's I great. I think so. No. First one's I tried watching Machete Kills and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Did they do that or did they just, the studio just kind of keep continuing that, is a, that series? I, do you know Aaron, no. Doug? It had to be Robert Rodriguez. Let me let me double check. I For guess. Machete? Yeah, Machete Kills. Oh, I would not be surprised either way. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, I was not particularly impressed with Book of Boba Fett, and that was mostly directed, showrunned by. Uh, Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez, yeah. Um, Fucking sucks. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's true that just some people just lose their edge as they get older, and I think Robert Rodriguez is a perfect example. And that's why Quentin Tarantino wants to cap it off at ten. Yes, he doesn't want to become irrelevant. He doesn't want to be like uh, Orson Welles. Yeah, yeah. Or he's getting <laughs> drunk doing wine commercials. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, although from dusk till dawn is still kind of when Robert Rodriguez still had that edge. Um, Tarantino too. And not to imply that he's lost it, but it very much has that kind of low budget. Let's just like have some fun and get this movie done. However we can uh, kind of feel to it. And that is exactly what you need for a grindhouse movie. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Diego, Mm -hmm. are you familiar with grindhouse? The Uh, genre of grindhouse? Um, no, I so. didn't know it was a genre. I thought it was just a, a movie name. <laughs> <laughs> so you, we we have the art house, which is the high arts elevated A twenty four movies. Okay, and then Grindhouse, because typically art house is independent, mm-hmm. and then Grindhouse is also independent. But it's like smutty movies. I would say like Evil Dead goes in there. A lot of yeah. horror is in there. A lot of horror. Like, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. It's very like exploitative. It's very like what are their action houses are there? Well, there's house music. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I don't know the other houses. That's it's pretty much house. it. Like art grind house and grindhouse. Yeah, I yeah. never knew that. Mm-hmm. Well, art house usually refers to like actual theaters that will show like art arty movies, experimental and stuff. Grindhouse yeah. is kind of a it's like defining itself in opposition to that where it's like they're showing just like cheap schlock entertainment movies that are usually exploitative, low budget, um, heavy on like the gore and the tits and all that. Hmm. Um, and stuff. yeah, <laughs> it's like the people's movies. Okay. So those match. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. 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 They're, 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 they're kind of like, um, the the plays that Shakespeare would write that are more just like, just full of like dick jokes and things like that. Yeah, I was gonna say grotesque. Death. Yeah, they're they're just yeah. more more like vulgar movies. They're not yes. trying to be anything more than they actually are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very yeah. cool. Vulgarity on display. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like if Art House was like, Sha- uh, William Shakespeare going to the Chicago theater. Uh, Grand House is like going to Six Flags. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it a bad time to say I'm not a big Six Flags person? Who is a big Six Flags person? Uh, are you, I prefer I'm Cedar not. Point. Okay. Okay. okay cool. It, it's like, <laughs> oh man, I. You know how some people are like huge fans of Disney World. Oh, I know. And it's like that's a problem enough. <laughs> the people who are like a huge fan of Six Flags. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing with your life? 
isn't Six Flags now like a uh, giant daycare for like teenagers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last time I was there, I hate roller coasters. <laughs> I was gonna I say it. Like uh, I love roller coasters. There was like oh, fights man, in the I parking can... lot. <laughs> oh my Whoa. god! I'm serious. Oh my god! Yeah. And like people openly fighting in Six Flags. Yeah. People be crazy. Oh, and I'm like, what? The... Yes, Gurney, Illinois. Yes, <laughs> Gurney, Illinois. Yeah, Six Flags. Like you can go there. You can have a great time if you're lucky. <laughs> More often than not, it's like it's like going to the mall. But they have roller Black coasters. Friday. Yeah. The mall but, on Black Friday. But they have roller coasters and like uh, a water park now. So um, keep your kids close. Mm. <laughs> if you want a good experience, just uh, download Line Simulator on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's great. That too. It's the same experience. You're going to yeah. be sitting there for hours in the hot sun. Yeah. It's not a good time. Yeah, but I'm I'm glad you brought up uh, Grindhouse and like exploitation films and things like that because we do have some appearances uh, of people like known yes. in that industry. Yes. So one of the characters yes. mm-hmm. is Tom Savini. Yes. He is yes. like a motorcyclist uh, who's at the uh, at the titty bar yes. that they end up holed up at. His name is Sex Machine. Sex Machine. Sex yes. Machine. And he very oh, famously yeah. has like. <laughs> Uh, uh, a, a custom codpiece gun. Yes, that looks like a dick and balls. Yes, the <laughs> balls are like the the revolver chain, bullet yeah, the chambers. Cylinders. Yeah, um, <laughs> and the dick is the gun. Yeah, <laughs> it's the barrel. Amazing. I lost uh, it. <laughs> and Tom Savini is famous for doing like all the makeup and um, like gore effects for George Romero's uh, dead movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like Dawn of the Dead. He's in Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. He, he uh, plays a biker yeah. in Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, so he gets a bit of screen time here. We also have Fred Williamson, if I'm getting that right. Uh, the black on. guy. That is correct. Yes. Was he in Dawn of the Dead or was that someone Fred else? Williamson. Um, no, he wasn't. He was not in Dawn of the Dead. He was in a lot of black exploitation movies in the 70s and 80s. Oh, cool. you're right. And he had, a, he had a run of Italian horror movies that he was also in. All of them, Grindhouse, Schlock. Um, so he's kind of a kind of a legend in there, and he, cool. he gets a role in this movie. Yeah, it was very. You know, when we okay, so like as the movie progresses, let's let's get into it. Full spoilers uh, here on out. Okay, so like cool. as Quentin Tarantino and George Clooney are evading police, they encounter this wholesome family of like an ex preacher and his two kids, and they're going around, I think, camping in their RV. Yeah, they're on vacation to Mexico, and yep. they unfortunately cross paths and then they become the hostages of George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino. I'm mm. talking to, I'm talking about them like they're real people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Richard and Seth uh, Gecko. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they become hostages and they drive him south of the border, successfully evading all law enforcement in the United States. Yep. And they go to this bar to, uh, for the liaison of their crime boss to get the money or whatever. Meet up with yeah, the guy, yeah. Like money and safe passage. So yep. they go to Titty Twister. The Titty Twister. Mm. Yes. It's open from dusk till dawn. Oh, hey. that's the name of the movie. <laughs> I point at this guy. I'm like, I know what that is. <laughs> I saw it and I clapped. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. So, yeah, they get there and we have uh, Cheech right in front. That oh, was yeah. like That was like my favorite part. Where he's like, hey, Capitone, come on in. <laughs> Get some pussy. <laughs> yeah. 
He's he's quite vulgar. <laughs> he plays like three different characters. Yeah, in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> he's also the border crossing guard. He is. He yeah. does. Yeah. So that man has range. Mm-hmm. He does. He does. <laughs> Definitely does. Definitely does. So like we get to this bar and it's like I just I can describe it as like the bar from Star Wars. Oh, like the, the cantina. cantina. Yeah. 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 You go in, it's like there's there's the salt of the earth. It's all in there. <laughs> one way to put it. It's people punching each other, naked women dancing around. Mm-hmm. Yep. And just like in Star Wars, um, so they get there, and George Clooney is, like, trying to order a drink, and the bartender's like, you're not welcomed here. We don't serve your kind here. Yes, you. from Danny Trejo. Yeah. And yep. I didn't know this, but Danny Trejo and Robert Rodriguez are related. What? Oh. Stop it. Because like, I, was, I was watching. I was like, holy shit, it's Danny Trejo. And it's like, yeah. he looks good. He's like young and he's buff. Because yeah. like, I know him from like, what was it? Spy Kids? Yeah. yeah. And he was in like, El Mariachi too, yeah. of course. Yeah. He was. Mm-hmm. He's in Heat. He's in Heat? Yeah. He was also Machete. He is Machete. <laughs> and like, I'm used to him looking old. Yeah. So it's like, oh, he's like this badass, like Pancho mm-hmm. Villa looking guy. Yeah. And like this, he's like cut. Oh, looks yeah. good. I was like, "Holy shit!" Because like in El Mariachi, it's kind of, kind of pudgy. Mm-hmm. In the in the first one, yeah, he had like a small role where he looked a lot younger, and he he definitely he looked good in the first one, I'd say. And then you know, I don't remember the other two, but it seems like it's. A, I don't think he a was different in, consensus for the other two. He was in the second one. He he wasn't it wasn't he wasn't in the third. I'm pretty one. sure he had cameos in all three of them. I feel like I don't know. I, I felt like that that movie series had like recycled. Uh, actors into like just almost reprising their role right so. i mean have you seen the mexico trilogy Aaron? i have not watch the first two okay yeah, yeah watch the, first the two. third one is bad oh. skippable i think i saw the third one and i have never seen the first two it's not good yeah you're you're like gonna be expecting this completely different movie going so. into it you're like oh this is gonna be awesome and then 30 seconds in you're like uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> it'll oh, get better no. an hour passes it'll, it'll get, get better, better. <laughs> no that happens to me in the theater one time oh those no. 30 seconds and i'm like oh shit <laughs> bad cgi what movie ba- Battle Los Angeles. Oh, oh you saw that in theaters? Oh, no. I was so I saw pumped that for it. The trailer was so cool. I was too. I, I saw, saw it in theaters. theaters too. Yeah, like it was fun. And I famously tweeted, "Battle LA sucks black cock." <laughs> oh my! Wow. And like I would encounter people on the not people I know. Yeah. And I'm like, fucking bad Los Angeles. And like, this chick was like, sucks black cock, right? And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> oh. That tweet got some traction? <laughs> it got some traction. Oh, okay. That is amazing. Yeah, you didn't get a, like a, a hot 24-hour, like, slap on the wrist for that? I mean, I guess you can say whatever you want on the internet. So <laughs> matters, so. This was this was the Wild West days of Twitter. Ah, uh, mm. Sorry. It's, I think if I say it now, people are like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Canceled. 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 <laughs> Fuck. Cancel again. So, going back to the movie. So, yeah, don't watch uh, Once Upon a Time. You saw it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't. I barely remember it, so it's okay. Because it wasn't good. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the main love interest, Selma Hayek, was killed off off screen in the beginning of the movie. It's like, what? Oh, my God. I think She's I remember- the main character in the second movie. Yeah, there's a lot of retcon in the series. I think that's, like, the point, though. Like, that's kind of like, yeah. Know, like, oh, yeah, we know this is retcon, so. Robert Rodriguez is like, mm-hmm. I'm just, fuck it. I'm making a movie. We're just making a movie. Yeah. <laughs> he has a gun and his uh, guitar case. He shoots people. That's all we need. That's all we need. 
didn't they make that movie for like forty five dollars? Oh the first yeah, one. the first one was really cheap, <laughs> yeah. and they made yeah. a killing off of it. Yeah, I yeah. Bet they did. Yeah, it he's, looks real. He's also like, yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, he's also one of the fastest shooting directors too. He's yeah. always notorious for getting stuff done early. And that's why he was hired by Disney. Mm-hmm. He's yep. like, listen, we need a run and gun book of Boba Fett. We don't want this show. Nobody wants this show. Just get it done for cheap. Dave Filoni doesn't want it. John Favreau doesn't want it. No. We just need it out there. But the fans want it. Yeah. The fans Did we want it? Mm, I'm not really a Boba Fett fan, so no. Aaron is walking away. Oh. Bye, Aaron. We can play Marmond. Want to take a break? Quick look, tea. I think he would be annoyed with like the color palette actually and how like mostly black and just spots of color because he, he wants blood. He wants like, – Yeah. Yeah. Who? Nephilus? What's his name? Nephilus? Who are you talking about? Whom? The guy with the mask. In, That's like uh, in Tron? Oh, I thought we were talking about KOTOR. I was talking – Nihilus. Oh, yeah. Nihilus. Darth Nihilus. Yes. Is he a real – does he eat – okay. Is it true, Aaron? Did he eat a planet? Yes. What does that no. mean? It's it's like is it metaphorical? Just ab- no, it's like absorbing all the energy and life force like from a planet. Oh, and just like consuming it. Um, Galactus. That's too powerful. Yeah, because like Darth Nihilus is his whole thing is like, um, he can't really die, but to like keep going, it just has to like absorb like life force from other beings. Uh, he's he's a, a vampire. Gotcha. Yeah, he is a bit. Yeah. 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 Speaking of vampires. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're at the bar. We're at the titty bar. The titty twister. Mm. And. Are you recording? We're recording. Okay. <laughs> uh, that crossed my mind too. <laughs> we're at the titty bar. And there's a prolonged sequence of Selma Hayek looking great. Yep. And uh, she sticks her foot in Quentin Tarantino's oh my mouth. God. <laughs> and I'm like. This is why the movie's made. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For this and this alone. She's this is pouring, why the movie was made. Pouring alcohol down her leg into like over her <laughs> filthy fucking foot, like stuck in Quentin not, Tarantino's not horrible in mouth. Mind. <laughs> yeah. she just walked all that way over to him. That probably yeah. makes it better for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Add some texture and flavor. It's just yeah, it's so wild to think that like he wrote that and like just I don't know. Y- y'all said something about like some kind of favor. Was she uh, like she's yeah, yeah yeah? So you're saying like she was like no, nah, I'm gonna like this is how I'm gonna fuck with you on set. Essentially. Um, I don't no, I don't think it went to that because like Quentin Tarantino wrote the actual scene. It was more like she did them a favor by like appearing in some movie movie that they were doing, and in return they like wrote this part for her. Hmm. Okay. Gotcha. 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 So she got one of her most memorable money. roles ever. Oh yeah. Um, snake dance yeah she does there's like this whole torch song kind of sequence where she's dancing with a snake and then sticks her fucking foot in quentin tarantino's mouth um but yeah she's like the kind of showstopper for the bar um we're like all eyes are on her um and then it goes really south really quickly it does and i was so surprised like even though i knew what was happening or what was coming i didn't anticipate it's going down the way it did. Because like when I went into this movie, I knew absolutely nothing, mm. nothing, nothing at all. Mm. And I think there was like a bar fight. There's a bar fight, right? Yeah. Because yeah. like Cheech comes back in. He's like looking to get revenge on George Clooney yeah. for mm-hmm. like 
kicking his ass on the way in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And in the fight, George Clooney gets his hand cut and is bleeding all no, over the place. Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Oh, well, yeah. his hand's already. He gets his hand perforated again. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, he gets a bullet through his hand, which, fuck, that would hurt. Yeah. A and he gets a knife. And then a knife through his hand. And as he's bleeding, everything stops. Yep. Mm. All the action stops, and Selma Hayek is staring at him. She's getting all hot and bothered. And you would think, like, oh, she doesn't like blood, or she's bothered by that. But no, she's, like, licking her lips. She's mesmerized. She's oh, yeah. staring at it. And then everyone, all the girls and some of the barkeeps, transform into vampires mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and start eating everybody. Becomes a frenzy. So, oh, yeah. Aaron, Doug, what was going through your mind? Were you questioning whether this was real or not? <laughs> I, I, to be honest, I was high watching it, and I was just like, this movie just keeps getting better and better for some reason, somehow. I just keep enjoying it, and I can't look away. And now, we, now we're fighting vampires? Yeah, let's go. I'm in for it. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, was, it, it was a great experience. <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah, I knew. Brutal. I knew the gimmick of this movie that it would transform into a vampire movie at some mm-hmm. point, but I didn't know when. Right. And so when it happened, I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like mm-hmm. an over an hour into the movie. And yeah. It's like yeah. 90 minutes it's, long. It's literally like in the last 30 minutes of the movie, I yeah. would say. Man, what a reveal. It's like it's, it's like it's third act. Oh, yeah. yeah. It just becomes vampire. So like, so like, so you're high. Were you like, is this actually happening right now, or oh, is this the weed? No, no, yeah. The, 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 I was like, pinch, pinch myself. Wait, wait, like, what? Huh? Like, like, I'm awake right now, right? Yeah, okay. Is this All happening? Right. Like, I knew, <laughs> like, I knew the twist was coming. I just, like, Aaron, like, I mean, I think you said that you knew the twist was coming, right? Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was coming, too, since I watched, like, the TV show and okay. knew about the vampire aspect. I just didn't know at what point what was going to happen. And I was like. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow, it happened 30 minutes. It happened over an hour into the movie. I'm like, you're doing a good job. <laughs> yeah. And like nothing, like I, there was nothing to imply that that was going to happen. I mean, like little yeah. things here and there, if you knew the twist was coming, it's like, oh, okay. You go into that movie blind and don't know anything. Yeah, you're not going to, you're not going to see that coming for a mile no. away. <laughs> they kind of give it away in the trailer. They do. Yes. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. if you're paying attention, 
Um, okay. But they they're just kind of like yeah. There's like a few like short shots that kind of show it. Um, and and like you said, there are some little clues along the way. Um, like for example, Danny Trejo's like this is only bikers and truckers, like nobody else. So they're looking for people who are just like passing through who are migrants who don't mm-hmm. have like kind of connections or people that would be looking for them. Yeah. Um, and there's also a bit of a giveaway on the movie poster itself. The text, the text reads from dusk till dawn. Yeah. And on the W of dawn, the two downward points are a little bit longer than they otherwise mm-hmm. normally would be like vampire fangs. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Good eye. But like other than that, there's not really much given away. And that's how you set up an awesome movie. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. And there is some great setup because we have Harvey Keitel as Robert Fuller, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned he's kind of like a lapsed uh, preacher. Yeah. And that becomes important because as they're finding vampires, they need some holy water. So they need someone who can actually bless it. Exactly. And so wow. it's, a, it's a great little character arc for him where he's like, his wife died. He doesn't really believe in God anymore. Mm-hmm. And, like, his faith is lapsing, but then this gives him the opportunity to kind of embrace that again and be like, you know what? Let's fight some evil. Right. And he becomes pretty instrumental in that. Yeah. Well, yeah, his faith did get kind of restored in in religion and, in like, what his own humanity was, like, bringing into the world and whatnot. You know? Yeah. That was pretty cool. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, seeing his arc, because, like... It makes sense to have like a holy person mm, mm-hmm. in the party. You have the mage. Thank yeah, <laughs> exactly. And like, I guess he'd be a cleric. Yeah. Hmm, okay. So he can't heal. Is he a paladin? Clerics can heal. He's he, a paladin. He did, he did some he damage. Yeah, he did some damage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Paladins are like damage healing, right? So, yeah. 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 Paladins don't heal, but they oh, they sure. do do damage. They can uh, turn undead. Okay. Um. They can make holy water, I think. That might be a cleric. They could turn okay. undead. Okay. Yeah. Turn oh, un- turn undead. Yeah, like I meant literally turn around. Undead. No, turn undead is literally like make them turn around and go away. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant become. I thought you meant become. No, become living too. again. No, yeah. in D anD D, it's the spells uh, turn undead, and it's basically undead. like you hold up a holy symbol and you're like, go away, and then they do. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> literally what okay. turn undead means. Nice. Nice. Turn undead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, we're all going to play Diablo, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never played. You never played Diablo? No, no, no. Is there, like, a new one coming? There's out? a free one right now, Diablo Immortal for mobile, which is pretty I, good. I'm, I don't Just don't I'm buy anything. Play. I'm not going to play on mobile. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Diablo 4 is coming out next year, right? Next year? That's like a yeah, top-down. Like top-down dungeon crawler. Okay. That's awesome. You got barbarians, sick. got paladins. This is what made me think of Diablo. Okay. Paladins, you got <laughs> necromancers, you got demon hunters. Uh, oh, I got to check it out for sure. Witches, oh, sorcerers. I'll check out Diablo 4. It's fucking awesome. And it's like a party thing, too, right? Yeah. Like you, yep. Okay. We cool. got the party. Oh, yeah. Stream on Twitch. I hope the last yeah. question <laughs> is. Wow, it's Pop Tart. <laughs> I hope the last question is, is that everybody just gets to rattle off what they think they'll be in the party situation. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Very nice. <laughs> so, like, we have uh, the priest character, and he his mm-hmm. face his faith is restored, and he starts fighting the undead, the vampires. And what was funny, um, when they fought off the initial attack, they're mm-hmm. like, "Okay, we need a barricade in this bar." They're vampires. Yeah. Um, what do we know about vampires? Well, 
you drive a wooden stake through their heart to kill them. Uh -huh. They mm -hmm. don't like crosses. Mm -hmm. They don't like holy water. Something about silver, maybe? Yeah. Garlic, too. Garlic. Garlic. Yeah, yeah. Well, silver, silver bullets? Werewolves. No, that's werewolves. Yeah. That's I don't why, know what's silver. <laughs> you got to have a high pizza diet, boys. That's what I'm telling high you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's you know, super easy. You're high in carbs. You're ready to go, right? And then at that point, you already have garlic in you. And you just, yeah. at that point, Garlic, anchovies. Yeah, exactly. And our I food was... is processed through our blood. Mm. So if they were to bite us... They'll be like, ugh, this is spicy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it might be like GG for you at that point. So, <laughs> yeah. You guys just remind me of Day Shift. I don't know if you guys have seen that vampire movie with Jamie Foxx on Netflix. I yet. tried mm -hmm. to watch it. They had they had this scene where these two uh, Russian brothers who are like vampire hunters, they're chewing on garlic gum. Oh, during wow. their hunts, and then if they Japanese get into, thing? It, I, it was like a them thing. They're like, yeah, for it's for close combat. So when it would huh. get close <laughs> combat, they would just literally spit their gum at the at what? Oh, they would amazing. literally spit at the spit at this uh at a vampire, and the garlic would just go right through it. That's amazing. Really, damn! Yeah. You like just right here. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's how it works. Yeah, this movie is very fast and loose with fast like loose. vampire lore oh, yeah. and how the rules work, mm. and they. They actually tend to function more like zombies in this movie. I was quite surprised. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, normally, like, turning someone into a vampire involves, like, you have to bite their neck, you have to suck their blood out, mm -hmm. and it's part of, like, an elaborate ritual yeah. in order to mm -hmm. turn them. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they just kind of die. Exactly. Yeah. But they're just like, eh, they're vampires, but the rules are like zombies. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They were kind of like mindless too. And like with the killing scenes, oh my God, they got creative with, they oh, yeah. with those, with those, with the, at least the wooden stakes. Well, there's yeah. a hierarchy with the vampires. So you have like the big vampires, which was Selma mm -hmm. Hayek's character, mm -hmm. Danny Trejo, mm -hmm. uh, other Cheech. Cheech. Like those were like, the ringleaders. The Draculas. The yeah. band. You got Isn't the Draculas, some, yeah. and then you have the minions underneath that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Selma Hayek's character considered the queen. Yeah, now this is this is this is getting into the TV. I mean, this might be a please from the know. TV lore. I haven't okay. seen so where she was, was like considered show. like the queen. Yeah, they 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 went more into detail. They changed a lot of things up, especially okay. with like uh, the Gecko Brothers. They're, really, they were really they were still bad guys, but you know it. It didn't get. I don't remember them talking about rape or anything like that uh, at all. Which was why they, when I was watching this movie, I was like, uh, <laughs> "What?" Yeah, yeah. There's but, some. Yeah, there's some complexity in there with Quentin Tarantino's character, where it's like clear he has delusions about oh, like yeah. what people say or don't yes. say. Um, Could you look my pussy right now? <laughs> yeah. What you said earlier. Did do you, you still mean, want me to do that? Yeah. What? And it's and it's clear from the way George Clooney plays his character that he very much cares for his brother, even though he's like mentally unwell, <laughs> yeah. um, yep. but he's still a very bad man besides. Um, so it's interesting. They don't go into that in the TV show at all. Yeah. Um, I, I barely remember a little bit from, from that first season. I might have to rewatch it a little bit or like brush up on it somehow, some way. But yeah, no, they they expanded more in, into the family. They expanded more into the brothers. They they they. I mean, with a TV show, you have you have more freedom to get into. Oh yeah, more details like that. With a movie like this, going for it. Oh yeah, it's a grindhouse film. They're mm -hmm. they're not going to stop and explain anything. Right. Yeah. Which is why I love this film. 
because films can get caught up too much in explaining themselves. Hold on. Much. Let's stop the pacing and let's Sorry. explain what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so, There's vampires in this world, and uh, my name is Richard Gecko, and we're going to slay them right now. You see, back in the 1800s, we unearthed a... There's <laughs> <laughs> a whole anime speech. Um, there better be some banging no, so... visuals with the speech, man. I'm talking about array of colors. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Arian. They find, like, the Necronomicon. Oh, it, this happened yeah. 500 years ago. 500 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so when the shoe drops and like we got vampires, there's a whole yeah. brawl mm -hmm. and the survivors are Tom Savini as yes. sex machine, yes. uh, Fred Williamson as mm -hmm. frost. And then we have Harvey Keitel and his family, his daughter and son, uh, and George Clooney. Yes. So they're, they're left to survive and they're like, fuck, we got to make it until, at least dawn when the sun comes up because sun sunlight harms vampires. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And they got to come up with a plan for like what to do. Yeah, they don't sparkle in the sunlight. <laughs> nope. They burn. Exactly. Disco and burn on nice. So like as this continues, it becomes like an attack on base movie. Like I think you said this, Aaron. It becomes a movie within a movie. It's yes. like two different yeah. movies. I would say it's almost three different movies because like you have yeah. the crime drama in the first two thirds and then you have like this vampire attack and then it becomes like a zombie movie. And then yeah. you have the, it's very yeah. much like yeah. the zombie mechanics, like they're held up, mm -hmm. they're barricading. It's like, okay, now we have to get out of here. Yeah. So then they're fighting through the horde with like mm -hmm. a yep. shotgun. And it's like, okay, clearly this is like a, an infusion of both genres of vampires and zombies. Yeah. Honestly, mm -hmm. I'm here for it. It's cool. Yeah. It's yeah. like if you ran around to like opposite sides of a video rental store and just like grabbed two <laughs> titles and then just like mashed them together. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty much what this movie is. There's also like the, the of mice and men aspect between the brothers too. You know, just like, it's like, hmm. ah, this guy, like my, like the little brothers, like clearly like, um, he just sees the world differently. And the older brother in a way is almost kind of accepted like this life of crime in order yeah. to just kind of keep up with him and keep him like in line as well. Cause he's thinks differently than everybody else. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. George Clooney tries to keep Quentin Tarantino like on the straight and narrow as mm -hmm. much as he can. Mm -hmm. uh, like, you know, George Clooney, he's he's still very much a criminal. He's a bad man. Mm -hmm. um, but he has some kind of, like, he has code, some kind of standards where he's oh, not yeah. going to, like, try to kill civilians. Mm -hmm. um, he's, he's not going to let his brother rape that girl uh, yeah. in, that, in, that, in, that, in that Winnebago. Right. Yeah, he's he's more of a he, – he's a professional thief, yes. whereas mm -hmm. his brother is more of a, a psychopath. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. he's just trying to keep him in line and he just can't do it. He's like Jeffrey Dahmer in a way. Yeah. Like yeah. the same, like he even looks like he has the glasses. Yeah, he's like a serial killer. The nervous tendencies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So building off of what you said, Diego. Yes, and because like with the whole of mice and men, it's the same exact uh, a dynamic, especially in the end, both in the end of the book and the end of their relationship, which, um, like we were saying earlier, like these vampires are kind of like uh, Did zombies. You say it was a book of mice and men. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were talking about from dust till dawn. I was like, wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> JD Salinger, right? <laughs> so okay, so at the end of the of Mice and Men book, mm -hmm. you have I forget the older brother's name, but he kills Lenny. Lenny and George. 
George. Mm-hmm. I think. Okay, George kills Lenny. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, we have Richard and Seth. Richard, he's Quentin Tarantino, right? Yes. Yep. So we have Richard who got bit by a vampire. So he's going to turn. Mm-hmm. And when he turns, Richard was like, I have to do it. And he kills his brother. Yep. Or what was his brother. Mm-hmm. So it's like a little bit of a mirroring. I didn't see it. Like, oh, that's, mm-hmm. that's such a good observation. I didn't. Like, yeah. That is, a, that is a good observation. Oh. oh. Yeah. Th- yeah. I mean, I feel bad. I feel bad. Especially for. They just wanted money. They just yeah. wanted safe <laughs> passage. And they stumble upon a nest of vampires. Mm. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? It happens. Yeah. yeah. Especially south of the border. Those people should have known that, you know, he that he was meeting up with. Like, what the heck? You didn't do your homework at the place beforehand that was filled <laughs> well, with vampires and you didn't see, you know, what was behind it either? Well, well exactly. that's, what, that's what I was wondering is I think the guy they're meeting up with is Carlos. and um, Played by Cheech. Yeah. And I thought, like, oh, is Carlos in on this whole thing? Yeah, me and too. And is he just trying to, like, right. uh, fool people into coming here to, like, increase the the – the vampire horde and it's just a complete joke at the end because he's like no i just saw this place on the side of the road like yeah <laughs> one place is as, as is as good as the other right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no police like, no federales we're good yeah it's out in the middle of nowhere yeah. what could go wrong yeah exactly everything kind of reminds you of like <laughs> uh, that sketchy like any movie where you go into a sketchy biker bar and be like oh it's just a sketchy bar it's fine <laughs> don't, yeah. don't go into those bars in the middle of nowhere, guys. Come on, haven't we watched horror movies before? Hey, Bendejo, you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> if someone ever tells me that, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm getting out of here right now. Yeah. Steve Buscemi comes in. He's like, I want a beer. <laughs> I got this piss uh, chongo. You want that? <laughs> tequila. Oh, yeah. It was like tequila shots only, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, Okay, let's unpack the end of this movie because, okay. like, that image at the end of the movie. So, like, they kill off all the vampires. It becomes dawn and they all blow up. And it's great. And the whole place explodes. Yeah. And uh, Cheech, what's his name? Carlos? Carlos. He, he comes and he's like, hey, we got my money. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Did you see what the fuck happened? The place has exploded. Oh, man, are they, like psychos or something psychos don't explode in the sun (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so i love the end so like they they drive they drive off uh the daughter is with uh seth gecko and they have a happily ever after relationship i guess and then the camera no he leaves her to no he doesn't be on her own no yeah yeah, no tosses her some money and is like she doesn't go with him she kind of she she asks to go with him and he's like you don't want to go something like like that I'm a bastard, but I'm not a fucking bastard. Yeah. <laughs> I so thought no. shit. He goes off on Was his I own. Was I watching a different cut of the movie? I don't remember the ending. I'm sorry. It's been, a, it's been a little bit since I've seen the movie. And I do remember that there was barely any survivors from what I remember. George Clooney yeah, survived. George and, uh, yeah. The, that, the, uh, the, daughter the daughter from Christmas Vacation. Yep. With Tim Allen? No, uh, Juliet Lewis, Chevy Chase, Tim Allen. Yeah, I'm thinking the oh, I'm thinking Santa Claus. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god. <laughs> no, Juliet Lewis uh, playing Ju- Kate. Yeah, yes. Kate. She survives. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I saw her. I'm Nobody like, else. where have I seen her before? 
I did like the x-ray on uh, Prime. Yep. And I'm like, oh my God, it's the daughter from Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Yep. What a career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um, Carlos supplies a car for Seth to drive off in. Yeah, it's like a Miata. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, she wants to go with him, but he's like, uh-uh, I've had enough of this shit. And um, tosses her some cash and she takes the RV back. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Okay. But like although she doesn't she's also like covered in blood and I'm just thinking good luck getting past the border yeah, border how control. You get, how you get I'm an American, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it was the 90s, maybe they're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, let's get off the fence. Mm-hmm. So like as the camera pans out, this is the final shot of the movie. Um we have the bar, the titty twister. And behind the bar was this old Aztec pyramid. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my God. And like a whole bunch of like uh, trucks uh, going off the edge into the pit. Dumps into the pit. Yeah. Just thousands of trucks. So I'm like, back there. Wait a minute. I haven't seen the show, Doug. But I'm like, wait a minute. Could this be? So they are sacrificing humans to the vampires. Way back when, because like, mm. they're doing human sacrifices in the yeah. Aztec society. So it's like, were they sacrificing humans to the vampires? Oh. Let's talk about it. But there's a whole bunch of trucks, like empty trucks there, like truck drivers, like people just driving through the country. Like, yeah, probably. That sounds pretty accurate. What do you think, Aaron? Do you agree? Um, It he, doesn't make sense under scrutiny. He doesn't. Because, like... He doesn't agree. The, va- the vampire mythos is, like, from... Like European and Slavic traditions. But who came to Mexico? Spaniards. Spaniards. Conquistadors. Conquistadors. And coincidentally, I'm going to unpack this even further. So like they're a thriving civilization. Hey, yeah, Maya. <laughs> and then the conquistadors came and they brought European disease and they yeah. all fucking died. What if mm. okay. when they came, see they also going. brought vampires? Oh, it's mm. not really a Spanish thing, though. Just, just work with them. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a fun idea, but it, I don't think it holds up under scrutiny. But, but it doesn't matter because it's a greenhouse movie. But vampires, they're they're like immortal, uh-huh. so <laughs> they can go across the entire world. Yeah, I'm trying to make as this happen. As, as long as it's night. Yeah, they could go under the water. <laughs> it's dark under there. <laughs> they're dead. Like... They don't have to breathe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or they're in a coffin, they like Lestat, traveling oh. around in the bottom of a ship. I don't know. But like, well, maybe because like, they got the vampires, they're older than humanity. What, what if? What if? Oh. Because like you have the vampires. Yeah. It could, you know, it, they don't have to come from Transylvania. They're not all Draculas. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Do you think no. that the Mayans sacrificed humans to the vampire horde? No, although it's a fun idea. Yeah, okay. I think it's a firm no. How about you, Doug? <laughs> I think it's a possibility because I remember from the show they went into the mythos a little bit more. Oh. And from what I remember from the mythos, yeah. all right, there were more like snake-like vampires. They had venom in their fangs what? in the show. Oh shit! Go on. So yeah, they were like, I, like, and I think I remember like they were talking about some sort of like a a, a snake like almost god in mm. the show, mm-hmm. which where I guess sci- like the the 
character that replaced Simon he- 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 Hayek's character yeah. in the show was like the queen, and she was the one that they were like doing sacrifices to for the whole time. Okay. So, like, that's as far as I know. Was she the tra- as hot as Simon Hayek? Or probably not. No, no, <laughs> no. Now, that, now that I think about how, it, how yeah. about them feet? Hold oh, feet! Oh. <laughs> how do they compare? Quentin Tarantino wasn't involved. In Quentin Tarantino <laughs> wasn't involved. I don't remember like anything shoes. about feet from yeah. the. <laughs> I don't remember anything like you know pouring a shot down the leg, you know, not... toe in the mouth, just going crazy. I was like, during that scene, I'm like, what the looking at my raising my eyebrows, looking off to the side, like. What movie am I watching right now? Did I download the wrong movie? (laughs) I'm just glad I was alone. (laughs) Do you guys want to know the best pickup line Quentin Tarantino can ever say? Oh, no. What? Please. Call me QT. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Look on these things. Well, it's been great being on your show. It's I'm priceless. Oh, that was definitely don't, a shower don't thought that I had. I was like, "Yo, Quentin should go by QT, man." <laughs> you think that's in his Instagram DM somewhere? Oh, that has like, to be like, like in his Adam, bio, like Adam Levine. Oh, okay. mm. holy fuck. <laughs> holy fucking fuck. <laughs> Those toes are absurd. <laughs> How fucking embarrassing. Oh, right? Oh, my God. 100% that's in his DMs. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet you he gets unsolicited feet pics. Oh, yeah. Oh, he yeah. has to. So yeah. let's get off the fence. Are there feet pics in his DMs right now? Yes. Yeah, no. Because I just don't want to think about it. Because I'm like, I don't know. Like, he's how old is Quentin? Is he married? Like, what's what's the what's the situation? I don't think he's married. Is I he... can see that he's a director. He makes big blockbusters. Like, I don't want to be married. Yeah, yeah. I think in the same voice. I need to make my movies. <laughs> Do you think Quentin thinks we're being mean to him? I, think... I don't think he cares. He is 59 years old. Oh shit! He's yeah. He's getting He's up about there to be age. not creative anymore. Yeah. So he better hurry up with his last movie. Hmm. I bet you it's filmed, edited, produced, assembled, and Written. he's just gonna like wait until he's dead to mm. release it. It's like oh I'm dead now. <laughs> just like George R. R. Martin with uh, the Winds of Winter. He's like yeah. I bet you it's done. And he's like, I'm not going to release until I'm dead. Was it post hominis? That's what it's called? Yeah. Posthumous. Posthumous? Is yeah. that what it's called? Okay. Post Post hummus. Yes. Post hominis. The hummus has been served. <laughs> well, there's none left because hummus is pretty good. Hummus is pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just movie... blown away with the whole QT thing. Yeah. <laughs> the QT. Yes. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? No, th- this. <laughs> this this movie is like it's well made schlock it's not high budget you can like i think the, it's high budget the, the effects are good but they're it's, not like great it's 96 yes yeah, i know these, some of those um, faces on the there, there's some weird like computer morphing <laughs> effects yeah that don't, that don't hold up i know it's 96 but um i don't know some of the makeup effects are like really really good and then like when they're fighting a bunch of vampires, they're all like wearing morph suits. 
You know what I mean? Oh. They're wearing like one piece like suits. Oh, yes, 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 yes. When? During most of the vampire combat. They're, oh, they're wearing like fabric. Right. Yeah, they're wearing like fabric suits, oh, and then like no. they have makeup on their face. Oh, it's like God. So it's like they're they're it's like putting Amazon's their ring of power. Yeah, they're they're putting their money in the right place as far as like, all right, we're gonna really show off like the the makeup effects for the face here, but then like everything else, they're just gonna be like, eh, get it done, low budget, we gotta move on. You see, they tried. Yes. They, they tried, you know, they worked within their limits. Yeah. While I think Amazon's the ring of power, I think it's one big money laundering scheme Yeah, for a billion dollars. Because why does the... So you oh. don't like it. I haven't seen it, but I've seen their costumes and they're made of cotton. I'm terrified. And they, yeah, print, they have printed chain mail on cotton. Oh. I did not catch that. I didn't catch that either. I've never seen it. It's pretty bad. And I'm like, oh no! How is it that bad? Oh, oh you're saying so, the show's bad? Wait. So if they invested over a billion dollars into this show, which was a massive mistake, yeah, because why would you invest that much? That that's a lot of money. I mean, it's into it's a pretty magical streaming though. show. Is it magical? I think it's pretty cool. I guess I'm casting judgment before I saw it. Yeah, I'm. You gotta watch it, bro. I'm but a, like, what? The, like, they can't spend. Like, okay, Peter Jackson. Yeah. When he made the original Ridge. All everything was practical, pretty much. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's some miniatures here and there, some CGI here and there, but like the costumes were legit. Mm-hmm. Did they not hire Weta? Did they forget? They. I forgot. think they forgot. <laughs> They're like, we got a guy. Yeah. So, Doug. Yeah, I brought up a. Tell some... me more about this show. So yeah, so I was I was looking up the show a little bit, and so there's three seasons about the show, and it aired on the network El Rey. Oh, network. What's El Rey? Uh, it's a network that is owned by Robert Rodriguez, and I believe, <laughs> I believe there was other co-owners. He's diversifying part of it his too. portfolio. He was, perf- yeah. yeah. I remember. I mean, it was on cable, and I remember. Really? Wa- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because that's how I was watching the the uh, um, the TV show, um, the From Dust Till Dawn TV show that he actually was also co-producing of it. Did you watch it while it aired? Yes, I did. Oh I, re- I watched the huh. first season while it aired. That's hmm. sick. And I had no idea. Yeah, me neither. I didn't yeah. know about El Rey. By March 2015, approximately 40 million households received El Rey Network. Huh. 2015. And it's I was in college. I was freaking it, out. The it's network insane. has been now closed oh. as well. Okay. El Rey's so, gone. El Rey's gone. Ugh. It fell to 13 million households by the time of the network's closure. That's a lot of houses. Closed on December 31st of 2020, right before uh, right before COVID. Mm. Uh, COVID was the final nail in the coffin. Damn. Hey. Dang. <laughs> I keep forgetting you have those sound bites. Man. No, I do. <laughs> I love it that you've added those in. Now that wow. I can hear them. Okay, so you mentioned the TV show, so I have to ask. Do you think this movie would be remade, and would it work if it's remade? Would it be better as a movie or TV show? Because you saw the TV show, and now you saw the movie. Honestly, I like the movie not explaining so much stuff. I like it how it was yeah. just – I like the style of it. I like how it never took any time to explain anything to me, no exposition, or no heavy exposition or anything like that, which, I mean, in movies can get a little – tiresome because it happens in a lot of movies nowadays yeah. i'd say um 
So, I mean, honestly, I prefer it in movie format. If you want to make sequels to it to expand, like, the lore, go ahead. Go ahead. But, I mean. There if you are wanna... other movies. Yeah. They, they, yeah, I saw that. I don't I saw know. That. I, haven't, I haven't seen any of them. I kind of want to watch them, but I'm hesitant. Mm. I think George Clooney was like, mm-hmm. nope. Yep. <laughs> I'm done. Some Hayek's like, nah. Mm-hmm. Which, like, with George Clooney, too, I'm surprised he did a movie like this, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. I, think... I, I was just surprised to, to, to ever see that he would, someone so young and talented. To, well, this is his uh, big movie debut. Was this his was this his big movie debut? Yeah. Before okay. This, before this, he was just on ER. No way. That's right. Wow. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's what oh I wasn't. God. I wasn't sure if it was like one of his first We're movie old. debuts. Yeah. This is his big. Uh, his big Hollywood debut. That's like Remember a good ER. role. First role from ER, I'd say, to really yeah. separate. Yeah. His, like and show his range. He kind yeah. of went from here to here. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So, I mean, the rest is history. That was a smart ass move. That's a smart move. Yeah. A Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez uh, vehicle. Pretty good bet. shot him into stardom. Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. Um, That's incredible. Yeah. I I don't know if this is the kind of movie that really needs to be remade. Yeah. It's just kind of like what it is and doesn't need to be anything more than that. You know it's going to happen. I know. know. They're going to get desperate. It's going to be a Netflix Um, original movie. Oh. Don't do that to me. It's, Don't do that. It's going to suck. I hate I, I would say, like, comparing this movie to, like, the rest of the stuff that Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez have done, um, it feels like the gimmick is kind of the main attraction of this movie, mm-hmm. where it's, like, two mm-hmm. movies made into one. Mm-hmm. And I really wish that they kind of elevated this material to more than it than what we got it, yeah. it, it it feels like they met expectations for what they were trying to do and didn't really try to break beyond those which it's kind of weird because that's pretty much what they've done most of their careers at least yeah uh for mo- most of their careers it's like with something like reservoir dogs or pulp fiction tarantino's trying to take like the crime drama drama and elevate it into something new yeah. um and it doesn't feel like that's what's happening here with From Dusk Till Dawn, where we're hitting the major beats of like a crime drama or a vampire movie or zombie movie, mm-hmm. but it, they're not really trying to do anything more than that, just uh, except to try to mash them together, which is fine, but it's just like, no, oh, kind of a missed opportunity for me. How would you remake this movie? I know how I would remake this movie. Hmm. How would you remake this, Aaron? I'm not sure what I would do different, to be honest. Um, you know, you can modernize it a little bit to, uh, take it out of the nineties. Um, but it just has this kind of like grit to it that is essential for Grindhouse. I yeah. think like I'm thinking in the, in the beginning when Quentin Tarantino, he's just been shot to the hand and he just like <laughs> you see through it. Duct tape. Yeah. He sees through and then he just like duct tapes it together. And then he's like doesn't even like pour whiskey on it he like drinks it and then spits into it yeah he's got his, <laughs> he's got his fucking foot out the window it's like that's the kind of like macho grit and edge to it that you need for a movie like this yeah and i don't, I don't know what i would change to be honest i know it can be done you can you can kind of elevate what these genres are above what uh we currently got but i'm not sure how i would do it to be honest for me I really like Psycho, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and one of my most favorite parts of Psycho is in the beginning. I don't know if you two know about this, Doug and uh, Diego, but like in the beginning, 
the plot is about this woman stealing money from her employer. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of money. She goes in the safe, gets it out, and she's on the run, and she's like paranoid, like, am I going to get caught? And she stays at the Bates Motel, and she gets killed. Famous shower scene, she gets killed. And after she's killed, the camera pans over to the bed where the money is. And it's like, all that, the money, all that stuff, didn't fucking matter. Yep. And then the movie, you know, becomes what it is, which is uh never seen Psycho. Gassy Psycho. Never, yeah, it's yeah, worth it. it. Okay. It it's is awesome. worth it. You got it. Yes. You got it. It's black and white too, right? It mm-hmm. is. Yep. Oh heck yeah. I've been watching a lot of black and white movies lately, actually. So nice. yeah. They actually made a TV show on it too, basically. They did. Yeah. It's, it's supposed pretty to be pretty good. good. Pretty yeah. good. It's pretty good. So that's what I would do and apply it to from Dust Till Dawn. Because like we have the MacGuffin, which is the money that they stole that they're trying to send to Mexico. I want mm-hmm. some sort of scene where it's like yeah, the money didn't fucking matter. Okay. It's like, no, that matters. And now it's just like when you survive. Yeah. Matters. I mean, functionally, that happens in this movie. We kind of forget about the money to or begin the main with. character dies. Yeah. You have like George yeah. Clooney and yeah. then Quentin Tarantino, and they're fucking dead. And then the main character is now the daughter. Mm. Mm. So it's like, oh, subversion. That's mm. a way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I I I dig, I dig that ending. You dig it. <laughs> I think I really liked the overall story and like the buildup of everything. I think the only thing that I really would want to see is just the um, just the gore factor pushed even more. You know, it's just like that's yeah. probably the only thing yeah. I'd want to see updated because I think um, what there's there's this concept for what things what makes things creepy is that they have like very humanoid aspect, right? So a teddy bear with teeth right and yeah teeth right so i feel like the the thought of kind of pushing like what harm could be done to a uh a humanoid right to these vampires like a humanoid like kind of figure like something that would really push like the grind that grindhouse greediness even more you know i think that's probably what would really make you know what would really make the remake because at the end of the day it's it has that b movie grindhouse like smutty bloody gory like just fun so if anything you just gotta up the ante i feel like because like with these vampires they're like almost like lizard people yeah Yeah. Yeah. i think we need like like what you're saying like have like this uncanny valley type thing where it's like they're human but not really human yeah yeah and it just makes me creeped out just relatable enough yeah 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 when you do that the the guitar made out of the dudes and torso and his leg that wasn't enough oh hey that was all practical effects too the band was that was pretty awesome yeah yeah I remember specifically seeing that scene. I was like, was that a body? <laughs> and they finally went back to it. I'm like, dude, that's a person. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so wild. I loved it too. Oh my God. Yeah, that was fucked up. All right. Final question. Hit me. Would you recommend From Dust Till Dawn to a friend? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Doug, I'll start with you. 
yes just i would just let them know that it's a grindhouse movie and be prepared for a lot it being very vulgar oh i wouldn't tell them a damn thing <laughs> yeah i'd same. be like we're watching a crime movie <laughs> 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 if my friend listen uh, you know if i if i told if, if i did a mummy again you know i took my friends to go see the mummy oh, yeah. mm-hmm. the, tom was, the tom cruise one the tom cruise one i'm sorry I they love they, they have not let it that. down since then <laughs> <laughs> i can't recommend movies to them anymore without explaining it oh. to them they're like yeah we don't, just don't trust you that's anymore, too Donald. bad oh man i'm sorry <laughs> and you're the screenwriter too it's like no, yeah no, i just were, i told them it was gonna be bad and then they're like yeah no that was terrible and i was like yeah well you, you made me them. pay money for that <laughs> yes nah you warned him screw that <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, no way <laughs> sorry though aaron you were you were going next <laughs> oh yeah i i would absolutely recommend it but i would hope that they haven't seen it and uh if they haven't i'd just be like Hey, it's like a crime drama heist movie. Mm-hmm. Tarantino's in it. You'll love it. Nice. And then just sit back and watch. <laughs> sit back and watch. <laughs> yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah. How about you, Diego? Oh, man. I saw this movie with like a, a good friend of mine. We've watched a ton of movies together, and he didn't say ish about this movie. And I was pleasantly surprised and that is exactly how i would show this uh, movie to someone like not say a thing like hey yeah let's check out this movie um and i don't know i guess in a weird way it's uh it's kind of also um i've never really uh like set up a movie to watch a movie with someone where it's like the twist is just gonna catch them off guard so i feel (laughs) like this would be an absolute fun movie to do that with so yeah not wrong there yeah. yeah, yeah. I would say this movie is not a solo movie. I don't know. I feel like hmm. this movie I would love to see with someone else who has not seen it. I think that's the perfect setup yes. to watch this movie again. Yes. So yeah, because yeah. yeah. I watched it by myself, and you know, I was thinking like, man, if I was high with a bunch of other people right oh, now, yeah. we'd be having so much fun yeah. watching this. Oh, and yeah. like most of them haven't seen it, like, what the heck is going on? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a wild movie. Yeah. Yeah. I would recommend it. Honestly, this is like. A group movie. Yeah. Like yeah. you just said. Is it a Halloween movie? Ooh. <laughs> this is Halloween it season. It is a Halloween movie. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is a Halloween yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Very much. I would say at the top of Halloween, though. Because it, it's, it's yes. almost as like it's almost as it's like uh, the month of October represents how close we are getting to Halloween. Yes. And then as closer as it gets. Right. It's it intensifies. This is the tease. So this is. Yeah, this is the tease. This is like <laughs> week one of Halloween. Movie OK. Week. The foreplay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> you start off with this and then you get, you know, more Halloweeny, more scary. Yeah, this is a this is a good like. Let's start off the season right. Hundred percent. Hell yeah! Are you guys ready to close this out? Hell yeah! yeah. All right, let's yeah. do this. But that's it for this time on Syndicate. We hope you enjoyed yourself. We've been talking about from dusk till dawn. Please check it out where it is available. And before we go, thank you guys so much for coming back to Syndicate. Yeah, of course. Doug, where can people follow you? Where can they find you? They can find me on Twitch uh, TV backslash Wow, it's a pop dart. Wow. <laughs> wow underscore it's wow, a pop tart. Uh, wow underscore it's a pop tart. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that name. My Xbox name was Look a Wookie. So it's oh, like the yeah, yeah. nice. <laughs> Okay, and we had a whole bunch of group. We had Look a Bigfoot, Look a Gurkha, Look a Monkey. Look a Kaiju. Modern Warfare 2, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Yes. The Wild West. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Tell me about it. And where can they find you, Aaron? At WSTR Media, that is our Star Wars podcast where 
right now we're going to be talking about Andor, uh, unpacking that mm. show, which I'm super excited to do so. I haven't even seen a trailer. So I need I need your opinion. On go in blind. <laughs> really? Okay. Yes, go okay. in blind. Nice. It's nice. very much a different Star Wars show than anything we've gotten so far, but awesome. it's also like everything I've been asking for in a Star Wars show. It's so, adults. Oh, yes. It's, it's very adults. Adult. Okay. It's okay. awesome. So go check that out. We'll, right now, you guys. All I'm yeah, saying, we'll be talking about that like all month long. It'll be great. May have to get the Disney sub for a month. With so. the Mandalorian, <laughs> with Andor, just like with this movie we just watched, it always takes a Mexican to get the shit right. Oh, yes. Mm. Ooh. Yes. Got Diego Luna Diego and Luna. Pedro Pesco. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like, damn Takes a Latino to uh, do the job right. Oh yeah. Yep. Who's Pedro Pascal? He's again? the Mandalorian. He's Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. He's, yes. got, he's got the bucket on his head. A yes. Terrible way to mess a tail. I don't. I don't blame you. He takes it off sometimes. I do love yeah. Pedro. He's Two times. Awesome he's yeah. yeah. In Narcos, he was great. I don't know if you all have seen the Narcos. I have not seen the Narcos Netflix yet. Narcos show. It's pretty good. It's I good. Just, I talked some ish about the Netflix content earlier, but Narcos season one smacks. It smacks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Good yeah. to know. Check out Narcos, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And where can they find you, Diego? Um, I am. Uh, He's off the grid. I'm a little off the grid as I'm hella busy with grad school. Um, but I would say, if anything, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, once curated by Diego, now Diego. And that is Y-A-Y-Y <laughs> underscore G-O. Oh. And that's pretty much it. Like nice. Diego. 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 <laughs> Great Fago. story about that. But. Do you drink Fago? I've never had Fago. <laughs> <laughs> Missing out, bro. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay, but shit. I love good. orange Sunkissed, so I feel like I'm going to try orange Fago and be like, mm, it's not Sunkissed. Sorry. That's so much better than Sunkissed. Oh, yeah. It, so about ending hey. this podcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried the strawberry uh, Fago? Yeah. Oh, Is that the like the, the one that the, the jugglers uh-huh. praise? The yeah, strawberry I, I don't know how it how, – I don't know. I, okay. okay. I grew up on Fago, and oh. I learned that the ICP crew was like, Fago, we shower with – Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the gathering. They were just trying to get the uh, that brand that brand ambassador shit. I bro. think so. Yeah. I think they wanted to be sponsored. And Fago's like, mm. oh, fuck that shit. Nope. <laughs> Fucking weird. One day. All right, let's close this out. All right, but if you want to keep this conversation going, please add us on your favorite social media platform at Syndicate. That is Syndicate on Instagram and Letterbox, or you can join the Discord server. Syndicate.com forward slash Discord, where you can find myself along with other podcasters like everybody here talking about this movie and others. So please check that out where it is available and stop that scroll and spend more time watching. Goodbye.